How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Sports and Stuff. I am your host, Andy Rassisi. In this episode, we are going to cover the NBA, and I'll be doing a little bit of a preview show here with the season starting later tonight. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. I know some of my buddies will uh, not be thrilled with the topic, but I figure I just had to do it with the season starting today probably do a World Series preview in a couple of days. I probably won't be doing this, putting episodes out as often once things settle down, but man, October is one heck of a sports month. But before I get into the NBA preview, I wanted to circle back to the ranch conversation from the last episode, and I want to thank everybody for having fun with that. I got a lot of comments. One thing that I learned for sure is I probably need to give Hidden Valley another chance. Now, I've had it before, and I didn't like it very much, but I got multiple comments saying that I was crazy for not liking it. So definitely going to give it another try, Um, going in with an open mind, but I'm not real optimistic to be honest, but I will I will fill you in. Now, another thing I learned was I mentioned Outback, Longhorn, Texas Roadhouse, and it seems like the feedback I got, people agreed with me there. Some ones that I was told about later on in the comments, uh, Harmon's, Pizza Oven, Roosters, and I can confirm that all those are, ter- are terrific. They're all very good ranches. Uh, ones that I didn't know about hot chicken takeover i believe there's some in columbus i've never had it but a buddy of mine lives there and said they have just phenomenal ranch uh jets pizza was another one that's great i've never had it when i'm in columbus for uh the baseball clinic i know jets pizza's advertised so i think i'm gonna have to try that and get some ranch on the side and then the nest it's, which is down the road from Sandy Valley High School where I teach. I heard that's awesome. I have never had those places. But thank you for filling me in, the people that reached out, because that's something I definitely want to check out um, coming up here in the very near future. So, you know, continue the comments. Let me know things that you hear, you know, ranch, any good ones that come up or any ones from the store. I will definitely uh keep talking about it here or there and I definitely would try it in my everyday life now as far as the NBA some big shakeups in the offseason and that's the one thing I will say about the NBA probably my least favorite out of football baseball and basketball I like it but I've been a little down on it but I love the offseason there's always a lot of trades and free agency movement and this year, the Suns, man, they they added Bradley Beal to go along with their big three, obviously adding Durant late last year, and Devin Booker. So really, uh, the, the best big three in the sport at this point for sure. And as always, they were able to add a couple of guys for cheap. Uh, Eric Gordon, now he's 34, 
but I think he's going to help them out and make them a a contender in the deep in the playoffs. The Bucks obviously adding Damian Lillard. That guy's been wanting to win. And he stayed loyal to the Blazers for a long time, which I can respect. But he really wanted to get out there. Uh, they also got a new coach, Adrian Griffin. I'm not sure if I love that move, but that remains to be seen. Chris Paul for uh, Jordan Poole. Will that make the Warriors better? Uh, I think in the short term, yes. But I also... It, the team now, they went 4-1 and one in the preseason. They remind me a little bit of the Mike D'Antoni sons where they're going to put up a lot of offense. And in the preseason, nobody's really playing defense. People argue that not a lot of defense gets played in the NBA. But it's, when, when it's the playoffs, the defense definitely turns up. A lot less fouls are called. And I think that's going to become a problem for... Uh, the Warriors, so I'm not a huge fan of that trade. Now they'll probably have more fun. The team chemistry might be a little bit better. Obviously, you know Jordan Poole and the Draymond Green incident. They felt like they had to make that move. CP3 near the end of his career. So I'm, I'm thinking best case scenario, they turn into the run and gun sons in the old days of Mike D'Antoni and not a lot of defense being played. I mean, Chris Paul in the day was a heck of a defender, but he's he's near the end of his career. Obviously, Draymond's a good defender, but Clay, not the same defender he used to be. Steph never been good at D. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, not not in love with some of those, but uh, the Lakers, you always got to talk about those guys. Obviously, if you know me, not a huge LeBron James fan. But what he did last year was outstanding. He played 55 games, and I think there's going to be more of the same this year. Obviously, he can't do it for 82 anymore at his age. But what he's doing at this age is incredible. 29, 8, and 7, shooting 50%. I mean, you cannot beat that. Then in the playoffs, <clears throat> he was able to turn, turn his game up. But they ended up getting swept. In the Western Conference Finals, uh, they the defense wasn't there. LeBron played well. Anthony Davis played well, at least on the offensive end. Both of those guys did, but the Nuggets averaged 118 points per game. And it took the closest they came to beating the Nuggets was they lost by, I believe it was two in game four to try and avoid the sweep. LeBron played 48 minutes. And he gave you an old school 40, 10, and 9 game. But a guy at that age playing 48 minutes, I know it's the playoffs, but that is really, really tough to do. And I just don't like the cast around him very much. I mean, Anthony Davis is great when healthy, a guy that just traditionally cannot stay healthy. You know, D'Angelo Russell. Austin Reeves, I know people are really excited about him. I mean, he's he's solid, but I don't think it's anything that's going to take you to the next level. So I see them obviously making the playoffs, but I don't think they're a real threat. Last year, I got some really good odds on them. I think I got 50-1 to one in the middle of the season. I was excited, and then you know they couldn't make it to the finals where I really would have a good hedging opportunity. What I want to do is 
predict my MVP, I think this year I'm going to ha- it was a tough call, but I'm going to go with Giannis. He last won it in 2020, and you can argue he's been the best player in the league. Now, you know, Jokic has something to say about that, but day in and day out, I'm just, I think Giannis does a great job, plays great defense, always is going to be efficient, points, rebounds, decent amount of assists. I see him with the addition of Damian Lillard really, uh, really playing well. Now, they were the one seed last year, and... They got knocked out in the first round. They didn't have to play in the play-in, obviously. But so they lose. They lose in five. So they fire Budenholzer. And for me, I just a guy that wins a championship for an organization like that that doesn't win championships very often. I can never be a fan of that. Yes, they underachieved in the first round, but man a bad season. I just, I don't believe in blowing it up. Now you bring in a a rookie head coach. Yes, he has some good experience in the past, but I still think that Adrian Griffin, he's going to have to try and win games early. So I think that'll allow Giannis to put up big stats, Lillard to put up big stats, and them to get a really good seed. So I I am going to say Giannis for MVP. I think Luka will take a close second. And Luca might arguably have better numbers, but I just think in the NBA, for whatever reason, and I don't really agree with this, you have to be a top one or two seed, three at the worst, to get MVP consideration. Now, Russell Westbrook, the year he averaged a triple-double, first time we've seen that since Oscar Robertson, they gave it to him, and that was unusual. But even back in the day, when Kobe was freaking playing with Smush Parker, Chris Mim, Kwame Brown, averages close to 36 a game, obviously the best player in the NBA, first team all defense, and they give the MVP to Steve Nash because they had a better uh, better record and they were the two seed. I mean, just ridiculous if you look back at it. So I think Luka, even if he has an amazing year, I just don't think they'll give it to him. I think with Kyrie and him, I think they'll make the playoffs. I know they missed last year, but I just don't think it'll be a high enough seed. Um, Eastern Conference representatives, I think the Celtics will win the East this year, and I think the Bucks will be the one seed. But like I said, with a new coach, I think they're going to take the regular season more serious. And when they get to the playoffs, I think – a rookie coach may be exposed a little bit. Now, Joe Missoula, I don't think a lot of people are high on him, including myself. But what did impress me was he had to take over at the end of last year when things weren't looking good. The Celtics were in the East Eastern Conference Finals down 3 nothing. They could have easily folded the tent to the Heat, and they came back and won three straight. Now, they eventually lost the series, but they showed heart, which – tells me that they are willing to play for this guy and I really like some of the additions so obviously you have the big two with them Tatum and Jalen Brown and then adding Drew Holiday and taking Drew Holiday away from the Bucks. I think not a huge deal in the regular season but Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in the NBA and he gives you offense so I think he is a big upgrade from Marcus Smart I think they both play really good defense, but I think Drew Holiday's proved that he can give you that offense in the playoffs, 
and crunch time. And then maybe the most underrated player and pickup that I've seen is Porzingis. I mean, last year, this guy didn't get any credit. Really, the last two seasons, he's averaged right around 23-8-3, shooting 48% from the field. And he also shoots about 38% from downtown. So you get that length and just an underrated guy. I think that is a really solid, you know, I wouldn't call him a big four, I guess, but two studs and two really good players, and especially ones that have seen a lot of time in the postseason. Now, Porzingis hasn't, but I think he's going to be just fine. And then I think the representative from the West is going to be the Suns. And I know the Heat, when they form the big three, they made it to the finals. The Lakers back in the day with Kobe, Shaq, Malone, and Peyton, they made it to the finals. Now the common theme with the team teams like that is they typically don't get it done in year one together. I think it'll be a little rocky for a while, but just too much talent not to make it. I they added Eric Gordon, which I said earlier. Uh Nurkic, 13, 9, and 3, shooting 51%. Grayson Allen, obviously not studs, but guys that can knock down jumpers that are willing to go there for a little cheaper because they want to win. And then when it comes down to the champion, who I think is going to win it, give me the Celtics for the reasons I said. Typically, the big three or, or putting the you know, quote super team together doesn't get it done in year one. Frank Vogel coaches the Suns too. I don't really love that signing. I respect him as a coach, but I see Vogel as more of a guy that he does a nice job with a team that has probably a team that would overachieve and make the playoffs as a six through eight seed. You know, I think he did an okay job uh, with LA. I, I think he did his best work with the Pacers when they were facing LeBron back in the day. But if you take out their the bubble championship, and you got to give him credit for that. But you take away that postseason run, which was a very weird run. You know, people are talking about how different that year was. He's an under 500 coach in the playoffs, 33 and 34. So, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to lose it for him, but I also don't think, man, that's a coach that really takes them to the next level. What I would like to close with is. I have a, this is not a best bet, but this is my long shot bet that I think you guys can get some really good value on it. I just, I've just bet it for the second time is the, the Clippers to win the title on FanDuel. It's currently 27 to one. Now I'm not sitting here saying they're going to do it, but the bottom line is these guys have two really, really good players, obviously uh, Kawhi Leonard, if these guys could actually stay healthy and play, they got something special going. They had a chance to beat the Suns last year, and then, of course, Kyrie, or, uh, Leonard gets this mysterious injury. Now, you always have to factor that in, and that's probably why the odds are that. I, I hit it at 21-1 to 1 odds about a month ago. Then I saw 27-1 to 1 and used a boost on FanDuel and got it to like 35-1. to 1. That was max 25, but... It was close to a $900 payout. Definitely think it's worth a look. Ty Lue, 
Obviously, won a championship with the Cavs, so a lot of you guys are going to be familiar with him. I think he does at least an above-average job. And uh, they could always make a pickup midseason. Steve Ballmer willing to spend money, which I like. So to close the show out, uh, best bets, i got to apologize, 0-1 to start. I hate to see that. Uh, 0-1 down, 1.2 units. But I think I got the play for tonight. I'm going to take the Lakers money line against the Nuggets tonight, plus 170. Now, the reason I'm going to do this is because the Nuggets are not a team that wins championships very often. So they're going to really enjoy the ring ceremony. And I think they're going to be a little distracted. My best bets for the game, but you could also look at Lakers first quarter first half, but I'm going to take him for the game. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's a really special moment, and it's just one of 82 regular season games, so that's what I like. <clears throat> Thanks a lot for listening. It's been uh, it's been fun. Thank you for the support, and I hope to continue to do this and look for a World Series show here in the next couple of days. Have a great day, and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you.